Welcome back to the Service Design Podcast. In this episode, we'll be looking back at one of our highlights of the year, the Service Design Global Conference in Madrid. Just like last year, we walked the floor and chatted to lots of designers from around the world. So listen to some of the interesting people we ran into. Also, Stina got to give a talk herself at the conference and she talked about sneaking service design into large organizations. Of course, I'm not unbiased, but I think she really nailed it. She also talked about the parts in projects that didn't go well and things that failed. The audience really responded very well to that. You can watch Stina's talk and some of our personal favorites on servicedesignpodcast.com. We hope you all had a great year and we look forward to a service design filled 2018. We have a whole bunch of interviews lined up with the winners of the Service Design Awards. We have another live episode to share in which we'll talk about blockchain. And we spoke to Chris Ferguson from Bridgeable. All in all, lots to look forward to. And as always, we welcome suggestions for people you'd like to hear on the podcast. Thank you very much for listening this past year and hope you enjoy this episode straight from the conference floor. So we just came out of the first set of uh, talks at the Service Design Global Conference. What do you think, Stina? Yeah, I think already some inspiring talks. We heard um, Miko from Helen from Finland, and he talked about how uh, important service design already became in Finland. And uh, he gave us some tips on uh, what you can do in your own country to make it work. So I think that was very practical advice and some... Uh, yeah, some good insights as well. Yes. What was your favorite uh, insight? Well, I, I really liked the Miko's talk as well. I mean, we've been talking uh, off the podcast about uh, Finland regularly. Uh, so indeed, yeah, we've had our eyes on what is it that they're doing there? Why does service design catch on so much there? Um, one thing I was hoping to hear about maybe is uh, the way design is affected from from the top, uh, like the prime minister there is really design minded as well. I wonder if that maybe has an impact. But also, uh, I enjoyed, of course, uh, hearing Louise Down uh, talk about uh, GDS um, service design at gov.uk. Of course, that's always inspiring. Yeah, I think it was great how many examples she could already show, and really not just small examples, but very big, impactful examples that are working throughout the whole government and. That is so inspiring. I think we can learn so much from them. And again, I, I discovered some new links of information we can find online and how we can, in the Flemish government as well, uh, see how we can integrate service design on a much more uh, yeah, deeper level in the, in the government. Definitely. And she also uh, took the, uh, the theme of scale uh, for this conference uh, to a next level, uh, what was it? She went through the numbers quite fast, but GDS itself has 500 designers working for them. She talked about something like 2,000 or 3,000 human-centered designers working for the UK government. Uh, these numbers are unbelievable. Yeah, it's really unbelievable. But on the other hand, you think it's a huge investment, but you see that she also gave some other numbers, like how much they saved due to this uh, implementation. So I True. think that's, that's amazing. 
What I'm wondering though is how do you manage that in, a, in a, such a big organization? Like Louise explained, they're not in one department, eh? they, they're spread out over the whole organization. But I'm very curious on how they, they manage to, to gather all that uh, knowledge and make sure that even on local levels uh, in the organization, in the government, but also on top level, they implement the same principles of service design. I think that's, yeah something we can learn a lot from uh, from from them indeed an um, intimidating uh, challenge but uh, i think uh, yeah a very inspiring one too yes so uh, we're uh, going to join uh, chris ferguson in a moment in uh, in his workshop and uh, it's really great he made uh, some time for an interview as well um, we'll be sharing that in a separate episode uh, but i'm looking forward to uh, his workshop already yeah exactly I'm very uh, curious what we will do in that workshop and we will definitely share in the interview later on that we post uh, with him what we, uh, what we learned in this workshop. So, shall we go around and see uh, who we all might run into at this uh, conference? Yes, let's do that. All right. <laughs> hey! Hello. Can we talk to you Can on our podcast? talk to you for a few minutes? I, I thought I recognized your face. So we're here with Manuel, yes. and I saw you made some great sketches already Thank from different much. talks. Thank Thanks you. for sharing them. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, also from uh, my presentation. So what am I, what am I being interviewed for? Uh, we are from the Service Design Podcast, and we are just interviewing lots of different people from uh, the floor and uh, hearing where everybody's from, getting a bit of an idea of uh, the crowd here. Okay. Yeah, and we actually want to know what people are thinking from the conference, and we will publish it later. So maybe... Do you have some things so have that you polite. say? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, you can do. Uh, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, are there things that stood out for you? Things that you learned during this conference? Um, oh, I learned a lot, so that's a hard question to answer. What What stood stood out for me were that many details worked well. Um, so let's talk about the positive stuff, um, like small details, like that there is a power station for the phones, the fact that there were no lines for the food because it was distributed. Um, so I think many of these details were done well. I think there's always room for improvement, of course, but that's something that stood out positively. And what did I learn? I found the keynotes, many of the keynotes very inspiring. Um, the ones that were more on a reflective level, more than the ones that presented case studies. Um, for example, and I'm not saying it because you're here, but because I really liked it, uh, your talk, um, you talked a lot about also what you did wrong. So I think in that sense, it was a talk from the community to the community, which I think is for me so much more valuable than saying, hey, this is this great service which we designed and it's awesome and you should all love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Anyways, well, also something I remember is that uh, on the first day, the members day, we went to this uh, event in the evening and as I remember well uh -huh. you were doing a crazy dance there uh -huh. and you got like a 50 uh, people crowd that were joining you yes. can you explain <laughs> us what happened there yes uh, we did the diamond dance it's a, it's a warm-up that I actually learned in a YouTube video from Adam Lawrence and basically it's a it's a way that in the entire crowd dances together and it's great to uh, trade good mood, have fun together. And I use it a lot in, in client workshops, actually. And you can use it with very conservative people because it's a great icebreaker. Yeah, that was a good evening, by the way. And uh, I just realized we haven't uh, given you a chance to introduce yourself yet to our audience. Uh, who are you and where, where do you work? Okay, um, I'm Manuel, Manuel Grossman. 
I ha I'm here with my two service design hats. The one hat is the service design Berlin hat, which is basically service design Berlin is a community uh, based in Berlin. It's all about knowledge exchange uh, for the professional service design community. That's pretty much my service design hobby. And then my service design hat, what I do for a living is I am co-founder of Fuchsblau. It's a Berlin-based um, service design company. Uh, we help, what we say, we say we help companies to translate user needs into business models. Yes, and these uh, Berlin uh, service design drinks, yeah. how often do you organize these? And is it only in Berlin? Uh, was this a rarity that is in Madrid? So usually they take place in Berlin. They are more or less like eight to ten times a year. So not every month, um, but almost. It's always open to everybody. You don't have to pay. You just come. And the idea is that uh, we exchange knowledge. You actually get to know each other. So that's why there's always an interactive element where people are forced to work together with other people. Um, and we always do it in a different location so that the service design community moves around in Berlin and sees different offices and so on. And I'm meeting with the co-founders over there. I have only a few minutes left with them, so okay. I have to go. We're going to let you go. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, for buddy. Your time and uh, enjoy the rest of Thank the conference. Thank you. I'm looking forward to hear the podcast. Yes. So <laughs> right. where can I hear the podcast? On uh, servicedesignpodcast.com. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Hello, hi Esben. Hi Esben. Good to see you guys again. Yeah, hi. now we can actually see you. <laughs> yes, exactly, big change. Yeah. <laughs> so we're meeting Esben here and we actually uh, interviewed him a while ago for the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, and it's great to see him real life. <laughs> yeah, between uh, Skype. Yeah. It was interesting uh, yesterday to hear also that uh, the uh, Japan chapter is doing really well. It won some uh, awards for uh, best event, I think, uh, that sort of stuff. Are you uh, involved in any way with the chapter? Do you visit any of the events? Uh, yeah, so I think uh, we are in, uh, I'm part of a local chapter over there. So the, the Tokyo chapter is, uh, is maybe the most active. And we just started our uh, Western Japan uh, chapter. And I think they're, they're very engaged in trying to, uh, to create a community over there. It's really good. Okay. That's great to hear. So did you already hear some interesting uh, talks today? Yeah, I definitely think the, the talks today uh, with Louise Down, uh, it was a great start. Really kicked off the conference very well, I think. Um, and then uh, I just had a good workshop with the designer on uh, warming up exercises. So it's something that I can bring back, definitely. Was it you that we were hearing throughout the whole building, that workshop? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, got, it got quite... Uh, yeah, quite energetic. Yeah. Definitely. What did you do? <laughs> so, uh, you know, just engagement exercises uh, to, uh, you know, get to know each other, get to uh, break down some barriers in terms of uh, working together. Uh, there was something about making a story together, making paper planes. Uh, so the power of play, basically. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. So and what are you looking forward to in the next uh, few days? In the next few days, uh, I am looking forward to... Um, I must admit I haven't uh, checked the program, but uh, I look forward to just getting to meet more people um, and, uh, you know, just being at lunch here, meeting old friends, meeting new friends is basically uh, a big part of the conference for me. Okay, All great. Right. I think that will uh, work out perfectly. I hope so, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, we, uh, we saw your talk this morning. Could you uh, maybe introduce yourself briefly and tell the people what the talk was about? Yes, uh, I'm Mikko Koivisto from Hellon. I work there as a lead service designer and a customer experience director. So my talk was about how service design became so huge thing in Finland. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it was very inspiring for us uh, to oh. see the talk. I think it's uh, it was great uh, insights you gave. Thank you. Very nice to hear. <laughs> okay. yeah. So what are things you, you were talking at the end about um, four key learnings? Could you maybe introduce them also to the listeners so they know uh, what it was about? <laughs> Yes, um, uh, if in your country service design is not that familiar yet, so uh, first thing you should do is like um, uh, raise awareness, and this means like giving talks, uh, publishing books, and and stuff like that. And um, also you should, should start educating service designers. Um, also, uh, it's important to educate people that not might not uh, work as a service designers, but they they know about the topic, so they can buy service design or promote it further. And and, and also, um, organizations when they want to add up service design, it's it's not an easy task because. Uh, there is an uh, existing culture and ways of doing. So, um, uh, so uh, organization should be organization should be helped within this uh, transformation uh, process. Yeah, it really fits the topic of the conference well. I think scaling yeah. service design to, yeah. to yeah. be able to achieve that, we really need to yeah. embed service design in organizations and make sure that they can also carry out. Uh, some of the yeah, mindsets we're using, techniques we're using. That's, that that's true. Yeah. And also, uh, the final thing I mentioned was that showing the impact. So, uh, measuring your, your impact and results, it's, it's very important. Yes. Mm. One uh, topic that I hear coming back now and then is that uh, you sometimes people say you shouldn't use the term service design to sell <laughs> service design because people don't know it and uh, that makes it hard. But it seems like in, in Finland's case, you've made everybody used to the term service design and you still use the word to yeah. sell it. Yeah, it's and, uh, in Finland it's quite widely understood. So service design term is used even we are not designing a service. So it might be a... A strategy or something else, mm -hmm. but still it's uh, called as service design. Yeah, and how important is the uh, the role of government in the adoption of service design in Finland? I think it has been crucial because there has been uh, several programs that have been uh, uh, like uh, they they have promoted the use of service design, both in public and private sectors, and also for um, like all, all the everyday man like a citizens like uh, nowadays in Finland like uh, all the people know that design is not anymore just designing products it's it's also designing services and experiences that's okay. great that you even like changed the term design already for the wider public to something much broader than just making things beautiful yeah yeah mm -hmm. and it's and you can, you can see the results like I think there's so many Finns here at the conference. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like 20, 30 people or more even. I think even more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to, good to see. Oh. Do you have a chapter in Finland as well, service design chapter? Yes, we have a um, Finnish chapter. Yeah. And we are actually starting to plan now a um, um, national conference for 
next spring. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, having a little chat with us. And we encourage our listeners uh, to seek uh, you out online, uh, your presentation, and uh, enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you. <laughs> so... Uh, you just said you're a student. Uh, could you introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Christian Scully. I have just started uh, my studies at Albert University. Uh, it's called uh, Service Systems Design. Mm -hmm. And this is my first semester and I'm already embedded in a first semester project. Um, so this is my first service design network um, function. Okay. So it's really exciting for me. Yeah, and what kind of courses do you already have? Well, we just, uh, well, we have programming, we have UX, we have uh, designing product systems. Uh, so uh, for this semester, it's uh, fairly straightforward, I think. Uh, next semester, I know we have something with Arduino. I'm not quite sure the rest, um, but we're quite busy. And today, my co colleague presented uh, our app uh, I wasn't being, I wasn't able to be there, but I did a little bit of work here, and uh, so I got feedback. So, um, but the deal was that I'll come here and uh, do my own reporting, and then present what happens here, and then then I could go <laughs> without getting in trouble. Right. One of our uh, colleagues, Maria, she uh, also studied in Aalborg, so uh, ah, okay, we, okay, we know about it a bit. Small world. Yeah. Um, I can see uh, you haven't just dropped fresh out of high school. So what's, I, what's your background? How did you well, get into uh, studying this? Well, it was kind of, uh, there was a lot of pauses, uh, breaks and stops and starts. Um, and uh, the reason why I got, was interested in service design because it was introduced to me in my bachelor course, which I started uh, two years ago. And then I was completely hooked and I uh, became a member of Service Design Network. And I was really passionate about getting in, and I've tried to put um, be involved in service design projects ever since. Um, but it was by a pure accident, actually. Mm -hmm. So I was really lucky to get in uh, this summer to Alba University, and I'm yeah. really happy. That's great. And what are you hoping to achieve? Where do you want to end up in a few years' time? I'm not quite sure, but I'm really interested in the new technologies, uh, AI, and also using VR and AR for prototyping. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I am. I have a background within the travel agent, tra travel industry, specifically transportation, airlines, so maybe I'll go that way. All right. It's a good match as well. <laughs> and did you already see some interesting uh, talks or uh, speakers? Yes, uh, something that was related to our semester project with is uh, mental health. Uh, that was very, very useful. And I have to find the people who gave the talks to like, get some more information out of them. But it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting to see what tools and methods that they had used to, to obtain the information. Um, that was very insightful. Yeah. But I, I feel that from what they were telling us, uh, we, my semester group is on the right track. So I was confident. Yeah, that's great to hear. And anything else you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm meeting more people. <laughs> I've met every. I've met people from all the world, around the world, like China, Japan, India. I'm really surprised, um, and people are very approachable. So uh, yeah, it's been a very positive experience so far. <laughs> all right. Well, great. Wish you all the best with your studies you, and uh, your future as a too. service designer. <laughs> and uh, see you around. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Could we ask Hello. you some questions? Hi, <laughs> could you please introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Claudia, I'm from Mexico City. All right. Nice. And uh, what 
do you do? What brought you to the service design conference? Oh no, I'm not looking. I'm looking at your label. Looking at this cake on my on myself. Um, I work in BBVA Bancomer, which is the bank uh, in Mexico City from BBVA. So that's it. Yeah. Okay, and what do you do there? I am uh, associate director of service design, so I lead the service design team there. Okay, great. And I saw you were walking around in the exhibition of the service design finalists. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was reading the projects on detail, so I would less uh, because we didn't have the sorry, we didn't have the option to to hear to them com- completely. So I just wanted to know more detail. Okay. And what did you think of the winners? Uh, uh, well, uh, I think everybody got uh, so uh, astonished with the girl from service with double Z uh, at, in the government of Malta. So I was saying her project, and actually, which are the deliverables, like, okay, it's a toolkit, but uh, in in what subject? I mean, there are many departments on the city, so it, I really wanted to see what, what was the size of the deliverable, and it's it's very, very cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, have you been able to meet up with some of your Spanish colleagues while you're here in Madrid? Exactly, yeah. We arrived uh, on Sunday and Monday, so we worked together Monday, Tuesday, and a part of Wednesday. And now we are here together, and uh, it's been great like seeing them because we don't have that opportunity so much. Yeah. And what is something that uh, stood out for you so far? Something you remembered from the conference, a talk or a workshop, something general? Uh, I can completely see the American and the European way of thinking. It's and and we come like you know it's a neighbor from from US so we're pretty much uh in touch with the businessy more impact you know uh, uh business talking on hard uh concrete numbers stuff and here is more uh like like social and human so you can really really see the uh the focus on the business side and the you know like the social um you know, like more the social human part over here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an interesting remark. And I also think that reflects and often in their businesses and how they do things. So I it's know. actually a logical I, uh, I mean, division. have you seen like IBM and the Uber girl? And then yesterday in the guy from the 10 Types of Innovation, like all Americans, they've got their, they are really, really tough on that. So I know it notices. And that's, that's something cultural. Uh, great to identify. Yeah. Right, that's great. It's indeed good to see all the cultural differences in general. There's so many nationalities here. Well, I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your conference and uh, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Clara. Hi. <laughs> We uh, ran into you last night at the Berlin Service Design Drinks. Mm-hmm. They were ha- having a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you? I'm very good. Uh, um, Could you uh, maybe introduce yourself uh, for our listeners? We've sp- just caught you right on our podcast. <laughs> yes, sure. So my name is Clara. I'm based in Berlin. I'm uh, One head of mine is doing in-house service design in a company that is selling solar systems in East Africa. And then another head of mine is doing his PhD research on service design in the global south. And then I'm a freelance supporter of other organizations. And yesterday you actually explained your uh, new title to us. Can you also mm-hmm. explain it to uh, the listeners? Sure. <laughs> yes. So um, when I was creating my new business cards, I was a bit unsure what to put as title. Am I a service designer, just designer, engineer, 
design thinker. I didn't really know. And so in the end, I put on private investigator. So I'm doing investigative services for individuals and organizations. Yeah, because that was a definition you found about private investigator, right? Yes, like yeah. a and it's uh, on Wikipedia, so it must be true. <laughs> Great. Oh, and uh, you're also uh, giving a workshop, I understand, uh, at the conference. What workshop is that? Yeah, so tomorrow I have a workshop on um, my topic, which is service design in the Global South. And uh, I'm basically trying to understand who is interested in that and who wants to build a community for that uh, with me. So um, I'm really excited to find out who's actually interested in this. And then we'll talk a bit about best practices and pitfalls in this whole sphere and what are certain design constraints or enablers that I've come across in my work so that people maybe don't have to find that out for themselves. Okay, sounds great. And are there other things you really want to uh, go to during the conference, events or specific talks you're looking forward to? Um, yeah, I've just been to one that was really interesting about um, diplomats, design diplomacy. I think you were also in that one, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> and what I really liked about it is that I realized that in many cases designers don't maybe go all the way towards implementation because they are a bit conflict um, adverse and they just want to do their thing and don't fight with the CEOs about what's right and wrong. Um, and uh, that's perfectly fine. I think it's a trade for a lot of designers. And now this is a new hint um, for how maybe with a bit more of diplomacy and learning from great diplomats who solve conflicts, um, we can also lean in and go more towards implementation of projects. Yeah, I also f remembered that thing about conflicts. Like as service designers, we often we kind of want to please everyone in our workshops and we want to make everyone happy. Mm -hmm. But what they said was that you really sometimes have to look for the conflicts and even focus on them to solve them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's definitely something that we will uh, also uh, take in consideration in our projects and make sure that we, we do that more and we don't just be all about happy and uh, good work, but yeah. also tackle the tough uh, tough problems. Was yeah, and also what, what, what is very cool about their toolkit is that all of us designers now, we are looking more towards system design and doing that, but we don't really have the right approaches yet to work on that, I feel. So, for example, myself, I'm doing a MOOC on systems thinking at the moment because I'm looking for ways to actually deal with these systems. And this was for the first time something to put my hands on where I can say, okay, That's how I can incorporate other stakeholders into the design of a service. So that was really cool. Well, that's great to hear <laughs> that you uh, found some new uh, methods here for things you didn't know how to yeah. do before. Okay, have a nice time on the conference. Yeah, enjoy yourself very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. bye. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Can we ask you some questions on the podcast? Sure, of course. <laughs> so can you introduce yourself? Who are you and what are you doing in uh, your daily life? Well, I'm Daniel. I'm, I come from Russia and live, from, uh, live there and work there as a service designer. Uh, so this is the thing that, bring, that br brought me here to the service design conference and to the whole sphere. Um, so that's... That's me. Yeah, great. And uh, did you already had some interesting talks or workshops today at the conference? Yeah, sure. And well, uh, an interesting well workshop is starting right now. I um, I missed well the registration moment, so I'm trying to attend it anyway. Just well for 
I don't know how, but I I, I think I will manage that. Uh, yeah, you can wait on the next to the door, and they will. Yeah, uh, there's place. knock the door. The place. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that's, that's this is the thing. Well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, so we won't keep you too long uh, from uh, getting to your place. Um, what uh, I'd like to just ask uh, one question about service design in, uh, in in Russia. Are there any particular challenges? For a service designer working in Russia, um, I think the, the first thing is well to explain actually the the, the world the, the world what is uh, service design because uh, people do not still well um, think that way uh, and well approach that way their businesses uh, so in, not not in human centered way uh, so this is well maybe the the, the biggest challenge for me to, uh, well, try to make them feel and uh, the, the value of a human-centered approach. Yeah, yeah. okay. This is well, <laughs> what I'm going to do. <laughs> that sounds great. Are there any other of your colleagues from uh, Russia here? I didn't hear of any other uh, people Russia from <laughs> Russia. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there are three of us who I, well, who I, I, I met and actually, well, uh, the guy from uh, Digitalist, uh, well, I, I found out that, that he was born in Russia, uh, so he, he can speak, well, uh, remember the language a bit, uh, now uh, living in, um, I don't know, in Finland, yeah. Ah, yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. well, great. Thank you for your uh, for the conversation and enjoy the conference today. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Okay, we just bumped into Eloise and we actually have Hello. been uh, hearing a lot about her like uh, through email. We've been uh, mailing each other. We've been talking to each other and it was very excited for us to uh, meet her at the conference for the first time. Hi Eloise, could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello, um, <laughs> listeners of the Service Design Podcast. <laughs> I'm Eloise Smith-Foster, and I work at the Service Design Network headquarters in Cologne. Um, and I am chapter manager there, so I do a lot of work supporting new and building chapters. For example, SDN Belgium that just opened and are doing really well. Uh, great to hear about that in Stina's talk. Um, and I also do member relations and service design internally at SDN and um, support with Service Design Day and the Service Design Award. Okay. Lovely to be on the show. <laughs> and how have you uh, experienced the conference so far? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's really exciting seeing everything come together, that it's taken months of work and planning and connecting with people from Cologne to to Spain um, so to be here and um, see how excited everyone is and see that the speakers are having a really good experience and able to share all the great work they're doing I'm really happy to be empowering people and, and a part of that and I've just met so many interesting people um, I really enjoyed the service design award seeing the winners present and hearing more about their projects because um, I've been reading about those and I think the impact they're having is really, really fascinating um, and just a great benchmark for, for everyone to kind of learn from and see what's possible. Um, and yeah, just hearing a lot more about what's happening in the public sector um, from Snook, for example, and hearing from Kat Drew and Louise Down um, 
So, uh, yeah, that's something I'm really, really interested in. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of the awards, yeah, there's some great projects that won awards, but there's also great projects that were nominated. How, how do you go about getting uh, the choice for the winners? That must be very hard. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't comment too much because I'm not a member of the jury, so I, I don't select um, the work. But I know um, that it's a very challenging and rigorous process because there is so much amazing work that's entered from all around the world, from the private, the public sector and students. And I think in particular this year, um, it was very difficult um, choosing between the students because the standard of work is so high. And I think that's a great sign for service design that the student work is actually almost on a par or as good as or even better as the professional work um, so that's great that you know more mature service designers can also be learning lessons from from this fresh thinking from people who know these processes inside out just from doing it on their on their studies uh, and also are really reaching into um, the private sector and, and getting outside the university and making impact. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah we were also quite impressed by the presentation uh, this, for the student project service design. That was uh, the whole story, the whole way she presented was very professional indeed. Yes, yeah, very well practiced. Um, and two great um, topics for the students. Um, she was looking at the government of Malta and I think service design was really new for them. So for her to just um, step in and introduce that to them and go on that journey with them from the inside, I mean, it's really amazing. Um, and also Kulain, um, Shreya and uh, Jayun, the other student team, they were looking at the, um, the taxi service and reducing pollution and saving costs in London and I think that's a really pressing issue because well uh, in terms of pollution and sustainability I think it's really important that designers move uh, more towards these environmental issues and systemic uh, issues and, and find ways to, to tackle that so really really interesting to hear what's going on. And do you have a personal highlight of the conference something you will remember next year? Oh, okay, that's a tough one. Um, I think I, I really enjoyed the award ceremony, just the feeling of, of celebration and um, people realizing that they've done something amazing and it's good to take a moment to appreciate that um, because we don't always step back and look at, okay, um, I've got a long way to go, but actually I've achieved so much. Um, so yeah, really good to, to see the energy and, and the surprise of people who have done great work, but realizing, okay, you know, this is acknowledged and, and we can share that. Yeah, I think the value of the Service Design Awards is uh, super important uh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, I also enjoyed seeing the Belgian chapter photo. The chapters are very close to my heart, so... <laughs> great to see the energy in this crowded room in night moves of the new the new members <laughs> yeah. yeah it was for us also a really uh, important moment and it was super 
amazing to see how many people in Belgium already showed up to this first event. So I think it's a great uh, initiative, the the chapters, and we are also very happy that we can uh, we can be part of uh, part of that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just think it's amazing that they're all run by volunteers as well and, and people are so passionate. So, yeah, it'll be great. Okay, thanks a lot for the conversation and also thanks a lot for organizing the conference and everything else within the Service Design Network. We appreciate it a lot and I think a lot of other people uh, also do. <laughs> Thank you. Great, thanks for talking to me and for your talk today. Really, really great to, to speak with you. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, hello. We um, met you last night at the Bel Berlin Service Design Drinks. Yes, uh, yes. Could you uh, introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name is Anna uh, and I'm based in Barcelona. I'm becoming a service designer for the public sector, or I would like to. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're going to work for public sector? Like in um, well, it's in Spain... The service design within the public sector is, I think, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but I think there is a lot of things to do to embrace it. There is few local governments that are um, changing, that are transforming, and I think the digital part is really important. For example, in Madrid you have uh, the open data, as well in Barcelona, the participatory budget, um, like many initiatives. But from my point of view, it's been difficult from coming from outside to really know what's going on in terms of service design. Yeah. And you said you're becoming a service designer or yes. what were you doing before? Uh, I used to work in international development. Um, I worked for UN for a few years in Panama and Geneva. And then I moved to Cambodia to bring new... Um, approaches to development so more focus on the private sector social enterprises and of course innovation how it can work and build more sustainable uh, programs and initiatives looking to, to another thing so I'm doing uh, development is also changing so I'm changing with it and it makes sense for me to come back to Europe for different reasons and apply a model that I really and a mindset that I really like and love, which is the design and, and methodology design, and apply it to something that I can do, which is work with government. So yeah. that's that's. And do you think you might go full circle one day and also bring service design back to uh, the developmental work? Absolutely, I think there is a, a huge potential, uh, a need, and I think uh, institutions like UN are are already doing it so mm -hmm. I will yeah of course that will be great to yeah. that's very interesting anything you're looking forward to in these days um, I'm open to to everything so I just I'm enjoying very much the talks I'm meeting really nice people yesterday the service line drinks were really really good to meet people so yeah open to to be here and enjoy all right, that's great. Well, enjoy the rest of the conference and uh, see you around. Thank you very much. I have to say that I listen to your podcast. Ah, oh, that's nice to hear. Nice to hear. <laughs> Hello. So we just bumped into 
What's your name? It's Hilton. Hilton, that's yes. a special name. <laughs> it's special, I yeah. don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's quite known, I guess, from uh, the hotels. Yeah, because of the hotels in Paris. <laughs> I have Paris. Hilton. I think more because of Paris than the hotel, yeah. <laughs> okay, right, can you introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners? Who are you and why are you here at the conference? Okay, so this is my name. I'm from Brazil. Uh, I have a service design agent in Brazil. Last, I founded last three three years ago at least. Uh, and uh, service design in Brazil is doing really great. People get more awareness about what service design is for. Actually, actually, I say that we don't sell service design. We sell experience. We sell uh, like. Uh, um, Reducing cost of, of, of process, uh, you sell, uh, increase your revenue, yeah. you just have to sell it. But it's service design indeed, and yeah. really in the, in the methodology. Yeah, I think it's a good point you make, like you're selling the advantages of uh, exactly, service design. Because, because if you just say uh, service design, people are like, bigger, like what? <laughs> design by design is design services. So yeah. You have to explain a lot. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. That's it. And uh, are public services also being designed with uh, service design in Brazil? Does uh, the public sector make use of it, the government? Not yet. Actually, there is an agency, uh, NGO, mm -hmm. that's doing a great job. It's called TELUS. And their, their purpose is to uh, implement service design in public sector. So they're, they're, they're being trying to do it and they're actually they're they're doing it with kind of success now and hopefully in uh years coming there will be more more public services designed by mm -hmm. service designers right <laughs> so then you probably also heard the uh, talk of louise uh, down louise uh, out yeah. from uh, from, from Gulf uk yeah. the, yes. the first speaker we had uh, this morning she was talking about how in the uk they're actually also implementing like service design exactly. in government, do you recognize some things that what is happening in Brazil, or is it like a totally different uh, landscape now? Uh, yeah, actually, actually, UK it's uh, it's been doing this for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. Last year at the, at the conference, I've seen it, them telling about it. Uh, it's pretty much the same, I think. Yeah, uh, I think we have to have this kind of <clears throat> instead of waiting for the. the government or public services to look for service design we do all the contrary you know yeah. we start uh, founding NGO uh, agencies and try to show them that it's possible in a way that they implement it, it, it as a, a rule instead of just doing the same way that they've done yeah it's important year. to give some cases and indeed like show the impact to make sure that uh, they uh, yes. know they want it or uh, exactly. can advance it. Okay. Exactly. Are there other talks or workshops you did today that uh, you enjoyed? Yes, actually I did this uh, workshop. Uh, let's go off the awkwardness. It was really amazing because it's full of activities to just break the ice and uh, a lot of good lessons how to, uh, how to do it during the workshops and Uh, yeah. yeah, it was really nice. Cool. All right. Nice to talk to you and uh, enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice talking to you. Hi. Would you like to uh, join us for a short interview? Yeah, why not?
Ravi Mahamani from ah, Tata okay. Consultancy Services. Yes, I know that as the Tata as the company that makes uh, everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So um, we weren't holding the mic when you just introduced yourself. Could you uh, say again for our listeners uh, who you are? Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Ravi Mahamuni. I am a senior scientist at Tata Research Design and Development Center, Pune, which is a research division of Tata Consultancy Services. Okay, and um, you're here at the Service Design Conference. What do you think about the conference uh, yeah. so far? So it's good. Um, this is my first service design conference. Um, I'm really excited to see that service design is really becoming popular. And in India, it's just starting. It's in the nascent stage. And um, at uh, TCS, we have also realized the power of service design that instead of solving point problem, we need to look at holistically. And at TCS, I'm heading the design research where we are looking at that the, how the service design can help for any IT industry to move up in a value chain. And while doing that, uh, if you look at the India, there are a lot of social problems. And then if we want to get into the developing countries like India, how we can design the services. And it's not also only about designing the services, but generally it's been now understood that designers are in the business of behavioral change. So if we want to do a service design for a behavioral change, whether the current service design practices, tools and techniques, are they adequate? So I am doing my PhD in this area where I am trying to see that how we can have a service design for a behavioral change and behavioral that is ethically right and in a positive way. Just to give one example, like in India, uh, if we want people to follow traffic signal, okay, that is not just the technological solution. It, we have to do a behavioral change so that the people can follow the traffic signal. And we don't want people to follow one time when there is a campaign going on that traffic. So how we can have a sustained behavioral change? So if we want to bring a sustained behavioral change, how the service design can help? My hypothesis is that service design can help, but we need to prove that with certain case studies and see that how we can uh, use the current service design practices or if we need to be adopted along with the behavioral models and the psychology and sociology models to do that. So currently I, we are working on that okay. and hope I think it will be good. That sounds like a very uh, interesting case. Uh, have you actually met already some of your um, colleagues from India here? Are there other people or are you the only one? So I just met two people, but they uh, have not come from India. They have come from US and like that. So currently for this conference, I am the only person as per my knowledge who has uh, come for this conference from India. And I hope that uh, I will spread this message in India, in my colleagues and all that this is a really good conference and we should come and attend next yeah. time. Next year you will bring like 20 people along I with hope you. So. <laughs> and maybe most of them as part of my team. <laughs> that would be good. Thank um, you. Sometimes when uh, talking about uh, service these are services and very complex analog services. An Indian example often comes up: the the lunch delivery system in in Mumbai. Mumbai Dabba, uh, yeah, yes. Dabbawala system. Is the do you uh, do you ever think about that in a service design uh, context? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it shows that the service design is not new. Okay, so services are around us. Only we need to have a we need to look for it. 
बट ओनली थिंग इज देर आर वेरी फ्यू सच एग्जाम्पल इफ वी रियली वॉन्ट टू लाइक अ प्रोडक्शनाइज द सर्विसेस आई थिंक वी नीड अ टूल्स टेक्निक्स एंड द डिजाइनर टू लुक एट इट अदरवाइज सर्विसेस आर देयर बट ओनली नाउ वी हैव टू सी दैट द हाउ द कल्चरल एस्पेक्ट्स प्ले एंड नाउ वी आर सेंग इज दैट अूमन इज दैट द सेंटर ऑफ इट हाउ यू कैन डू दैट and then how the consumer and the provider because it needs to be win win situation for mm-hmm. both how yep. we can do that and that's the challenge actually and another thing i really liked the theme of this conference is the service design at scale and yes. that's actually motivated to come uh, here mm-hmm. because currently what we are doing at tcs is that we are designing a services for us for employees the idea here is that once the employees start realizing the benefit of service design mm-hmm. i think they will be motivated to talk to our customers and mm-hmm. convince them to do that so yeah. currently we are looking at the inside out approach okay. for a service design implementation so currently i am doing it for a two three hr services like for for example we have a service called bring your buddy so you can refer your friends to join tcs so currently we have worked on that yeah. also we are working on the service as the, uh, is like employee onboarding service so when the people join tcs how we can mm-hmm. make their experience as a memorable experience and how they can get assimilated in the team in yep. a shorter period of time okay so I, i think that sounds very interesting and i think you should apply next year for a talk to talk about your experiences in india so people uh, can hear so, about this so. <laughs> so as part of my phd i am also conducting survey and collecting some data uh, about the service design and the behavior uh and from the global designers so i have approached a lot of people i think i will also request you also to fill my survey and also circulate in it and at the end of this i have promised all the participants that i will share back the all the results all the insights i am getting because i think in the conference also we have heard that sharing that's how the we can grow our service design community there is no point in just keeping those things with you and i will be very happy to share the survey results with everybody whatever i am getting and when are you gathering these results is it uh, uh... so it's a process in process okay. actually i have started collecting from this conference so i will do for uh, next one or two months and at the end of that i will come up with the white paper or research paper which will i will share insights because i'm doing some conducting interviews also so qualitative quantitative okay. i have already done this type of thing thing in india the but the focus was different where we want to understand what the people understand as a service design because whom here you talk they say i know it but in what depth they understand correct so those type of things i have done i have completed that now i am doing at the global design okay. level and i thought this is a golden opportunity to connect with a global designer community and get their insights yeah that sounds great well actually definitely. you can send us the link yeah, uh, of the survey and we will share it uh, with the episode so really people will really find really it uh, really online happy to do thank that. you so and much it will be great help for my phd also <laughs> i think yeah. i am uh, might be the very few in india to do a phd in a service design yes. <laughs> and especially focusing on a behavioral change and i hope that i will come up with some actionable uh, guidance or actionable something where it will be useful for a practitioner community well that sounds great, great. thank yep. you so much for yep. your time Wish you all the best <laughs> yeah thank I you really appreciate it thanks a lot okay we see a familiar face yes that- indeed a familiar face <laughs> hello good afternoon friends <laughs> So, Ivo, are you working here at the conference? Ah, uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I'm working a little bit um 
There's a project with Korea, South Korea, that we're doing on product service system design. So they're asking for a little bit more inputs. And since I am boosting the toolkit, I'm also boosting my concepts and ideas. And uh, so we hope on a nice collaboration between our both countries, which are actually quite similar in problems of finding the right solution to service or product. And okay. a better experience, of course. Uh, great. So we're now actually, we're talking to Ivo, and maybe some of you already know him because we founded the chapter together and Ivo is also a Belgian, uh, shall I call you service designer or a service design researcher? Or how would you subscribe yeah. your title? <laughs> I would add the product, of course, so the ah, yeah. product service and maybe a little bit of system designer. But yeah, yep, that's me. And uh, could you tell our audience uh, where do you work? What do you do exactly? Oh yeah, so I, uh, I work at the University of Antwerp. We have the Faculty of Design Sciences, which is actually a kind of unique place to be in. We have architecture, interior, and of course product development. But it's no longer product development anymore since recently. Uh, and at product development, I do my PhD research and I do some teaching and some uh, master thesis consulting. And uh, yeah, it's kind of amazing work and amazing to work there. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, I wouldn't do anything more <laughs> rather than that. Oh, that sounds good. And uh, what what do you hope to achieve there? Oh my! For for service design. <laughs> well, I, I hope since no product goes without the service or no service goes without the product, the ultimate aim is to provide the the best experience or meaningful design uh, an end user might have, and that's my aim. And probably a business will be added and we hope to have a good morale and sustainability but I hope I can we can give our students that input to be a better designer and that's why services had so big deal of input it was a really it was a demarcation a real milestone for service design to be and grow like this into a large field with so much interest so yes of course yeah. we need them yeah we need uh, the students to also be uh updated about service design and feel the why it's important to uh, to take true, these methods. Uh. True, I think in Belgium maybe there's too little emphasis at this point and I think uh, it's it's a really growing field, every business is go going into it, but we also have to have the students to tap into uh, from the businesses mm -hmm. into the knowledge and mm -hmm. uh, if we train them right we can have them on the front stage. Yes, yeah, um, we'd be happy with that. We know it's really hard to find good service designers who speak the language, who know our context in Belgium. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, lots of great students coming from there. <laughs> I hope to deliver them as soon as I can. <laughs> yeah. uh, great. Is there anything you are looking forward to uh, at the conference? Something you really want to see or a workshop you really want to follow? I, uh, I am being in the afternoon tomorrow on the service systems i'm in that part i really want to see how that works to maybe add to my own research on the other hand uh i think the visualizing workshops would be a great thing to if you're able to follow and those who registered great thing um i think for service design we should maybe include scenario writing or maybe maybe a choreography course or something else to understand that we have to tap into every touch point possible in a journey that maybe embarks us on 10 years. If we design the new service or the system, it's not just one touch point. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. 
Okay, thank you very much for the You're conversation. So <laughs> and enjoy the conference. <laughs> Bye. We will. Thank you. Bye. Hey, uh, we just <laughs> ran into our intern, Paria, here. <laughs> hey, Paria, can you please introduce yourself to our listeners, please? <laughs> Is it real? <laughs> yeah. Of course it's Don't real, Don't be Paria. shy. <laughs> no, I'm not shy. <laughs> Who are you? My name is Paria. Uh, I'm intern in Nightmoves Company. Uh, I'm a stu master's student in Aalborg University in Copenhagen. And uh, yes, and I'm here as a volunteer. Okay, and what does it mean being a volunteer here at the conference? It means that uh, actually I should help uh, people who come here to, if they have any questions or uh, if they're looking for something, so I'm going to provide uh, what they're looking for. Uh, and also I can participate in workshop uh, and also uh, uh, presentation, which is a really good opportunity for me. Okay. So how, how many volunteers are there? Uh, in total, uh, as far as I know, there is 30 uh, volunteers, yeah, Okay. from different parts of the world. Yeah, and which part of the world are you from? Uh, I'm originally from Iran, Persia. Okay, and how is uh, service design in Iran? Uh, nowadays, uh, many people in Iran become curious to know more about service design. They have service uh, design network also in Iran. So it is something new, uh, but people uh, become more curious to know more, yeah. What are your uh, personal interests in service design? What kind of topics excite you? Uh, one of the topics that I really uh, like to know more about it is prototyping. Uh, and also there was a topic here, but unfortunately I couldn't participate in it because I have passed and the other workshop was about visuali visualization of service uh, design. And yeah. Okay. And um, what would you say to people who are considering uh, being a volunteer uh, in the next edition of uh, the conference? I think it's quite interesting, especially it's good for networking. You, you see many professionals here and also seeing different projects uh, and examples. So it helped me a lot to know more about uh, my future career. Okay. And are you going to uh, volunteer again, do you think? Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Maria. Nice. We'll Thank see you. you around, of course. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Can you, who are you? Uh, my name is uh, Roy, um, from the Netherlands. I work at the Essence Service Design Agency. Um, what else would you like to know? <laughs> what, uh, what brings you to the conference while well, you're a service designer? Yes, uh, well, one thing is uh, we got nominated for um, the, the, the client uh, award. So that was one. But With what you, projects are you nominated uh, uh, for? For the Schiphol project. So maybe you have seen it or you haven't seen it. Um, Can you explain a little bit about sure, that project? Sure. Um, so it, it, we uh, we started off uh, with a briefing of uh, designing a uh, commercial vision uh, for them. And I think uh, sort of the themes which is really returning here is that uh, they're really, really thinking in silos. So in, at Schiphol you have a parking, you have a plaza which is in front of security, and see by fly which is after it. And um, they didn't really think of uh, combining everything. And um, I think what was really nice in the project is that we invited them uh, in a co-creation sessions with, um, with uh, uh, travelers as well. 
which was for them very confronting to hear certain things and that they uh, thought like, yeah, and why do I have this uh, ticket for my parking and then I have to put it somewhere and then, I, and, and, then and later I get a ticket at CY Fly for a voucher and then later I get uh, at Plaza and then uh, a lot of people were very confused and it was for, him, for them very uh, confronting to hear, I think. And um, uh, to, to make a very long uh, story short, is that I think in the end they were really thinking more on horizontal service solutions. They were, so they were really thinking how can things enhance each other. An example here is that um, people worry a lot about having groceries when they are back from travels. Like, oh, I have to do get this and this and this. And they were thinking, uh, well, maybe we could even offer this at a uh, when you're walking, waiting for your luggage, which is actually see by fly. Groceries are provided by Plaza. They're like, all right, we can combine this. And the parking said, like, well, we offer this valet parking when for us it's a super cool uh, premium service where they park your car. So, like, why don't we actually already put your groceries in there? So, um, when you would book your ticket, you can already, and it's even complementary to our premium services. So, just that's just an example where I think that's really nice that they uh, were thinking more in the direction we were. Really so, you to. really thought of the whole journey from. Uh People yeah, from leaving from yeah, home yeah, and uh, yeah. So we only focused on Dutch Dutch leisure travelers because otherwise it would be too big. Also, you have them transferring and of course all international travelers. Just for a bit of scope, we really focus on Dutch leisure travelers. Also, because they are open to very lot of uh, different things. So, for example, uh, Facebook Messenger as a communication tool, and then was also a perception for the Schiphol. Like, yeah, well, we have our app. Why not use the app? Well, when you talk to people, like, why would I download the Schiphol app? I, just, yeah. I fly with KLM. So those are like funny things that um, um, I think the this group, this talk group, was really open for. And indeed, we looked at uh, from departure to arrival again. Okay. So, um, well, sounds great. I hope uh, you win something uh, yeah, tonight. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All the best uh, for the uh, the competition. <laughs> and, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Is there anything else you're looking forward to uh, at the uh, conference? Yeah, I, I really liked uh, the workshops uh, so far. Uh, it was just one uh, when there was more about uh, dealing with. Uh, I think you were also in the the same one with uh, the whole. Uh, Diplomatics of um, yeah, that's right. We were yeah. there. That was very interesting. Yeah, and I think it's something I deal with um, a lot with as well. So we work also for bigger corporates, and Schiphol is one example example of it. But there's so much political things going on, and um, it's always very very hard to get all uh, faces in the same directions, I guess. And um, I did give me really some uh, some handles I th I think I could work with to really get them aligned and. Um, really also find your own service designer when in these big, bigger operations. Yeah. yeah, I would fully agree. I think it also gave us the templates that they uh, they gave us. I think it's very useful. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. also just a big compliment. To, I think it was very well presented and like the handhold makes it such so much nicer. And I think, I think one of the biggest uh, advantages of it as a service designer is making things uh, digestible and um, and also for us as service designers, because I mean, it's one and a half hour, let's be realistic, it's not a lot, and you have to take in a lot, but I think they've managed very well in structuring this and really providing you with enough insight that you think like this I can do something with and this, yeah. this I can take to my projects and uh, yeah. back home. Yeah. Here, here. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot and Thank enjoy uh, the conference. Bye-bye. The Service Design Podcast was brought to you by the Service Design Network and Night Moves. For more information, previous episodes or to join the conversation, please visit servicedesignpodcast.com. 
For more information about the Service Design Network, visit service-design-network.org and for Night Moves, visit nightmoves.be. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to this podcast. The intro and outro music is from If the Stars Grow Dim Tonight by Hydrogen C, featuring I Will, I Swear. Until next time. <laughs>